You're listening to Fans, Brands, and New Demands, a podcast about the state of the sports marketing industry. Each week, we bring on experts in the field to give their unique perspective on where we are today, key trends, and what's up next. Here's your host, Matt Firestone. On today's show, we have Scott Erdman, Senior Director of Partnership Sales at the Las Vegas Raiders. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Matt. Excited to, uh, excited to catch up. Absolutely. Scott and I go way back. Uh, good friend, former colleague with the Florida Panthers. Uh, I think before we even had uh, cell phones, but <laughs> uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a good decade. Um, and Scott, you know, I wanted to bring Scott on to, uh, to talk about his role with the Raiders. And, you know, Scott, maybe first, Go into a little bit of your background, you know, in the industry and, and how'd you end up in Las, in Las Vegas? Yeah, I'll try to keep it uh, as short as possible. So I went to school at Lynn University in, uh, in South Florida and uh, they had a, a Florida Panthers career fair, or I should say just career fair for, our, for all the students at the school one day. And um, as you're about, you know, bouncing around from call it company to company, uh, the Florida Panthers had a booth there and uh, I actually grabbed a card from one of the sales reps that was there. And, you know, in sports, they have those career fairs to help promote their own career fairs. So uh, it was actually Adam Campbell that uh, I believe was the, was the gentleman that was uh, at the booth. So long story short, I got a business card from, uh, you know, from Adam and then uh, followed up with him probably every other day until he finally responded and he put me in touch uh, with the, the sales director. Um, that oversaw ticket sales, and so he brought me in and offered me a offered me a job, um, you know, pretty much on the spot, which was which was shocking. But yeah, that's 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 how I got the first uh, first start in sports, and uh, I started in uh, inside sales. I was there for you know six months or so, and then had the opportunity to uh, to join the 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 premium seating department, and you know, I think that's where we uh, we first had the opportunity to work together. Mm-hmm. And then, um, how many years were, were, were you with the Cowboys in Dallas? Yeah, and no, and I'll, I'll kind of run through the rest of it. So, oh, sure. I, yeah, I was with the uh, with the Panthers for four or five years, and then had the opportunity to go to uh, Florida Atlantic University um, and oversee their premium seating, uh, ticket sales. Uh, you know, pretty much they were building a new stadium, and they needed some uh, some help in uh, in running that. So. You know, I, I had some advice early in my career that, you know, anytime you can be a part of a new stadium project, uh, it's a really cool experience and, and, you know, definitely something you should, uh, you know, always consider. So had that opportunity there and, and opened up uh, Florida Atlantic University Stadium um, and saw that project through for about a year and had the opportunity then uh, with the Cowboys. You know, I, I think it was one of our old VPs with the Panthers was good friends with uh, with, with Chad Estes and, uh, he connected me with him and then got connected with Doug, uh, on the, the ticket sales side, uh, with the Cowboys and Doug, uh, you know, they flew me out and had an opportunity to, to work with them. And, you know, I had to take a, a couple steps back title wise. Um, I was overseeing the department, you know, at FAU and, um, you know, I, I just, I wanted to get back into pro sports 
you know, I just, there are just some challenges in, in the, the collegiate space and sure. you know, for anybody that's, that's been in the collegiate space, um, you know, can attest to that. And, you know, they're all different everywhere you go. It's just the situation that I was in was, was a little challenging and primarily the, the gentleman that, that recruited me there, he left, uh, I believe to go to Kansas. So, you know, I, I, I was really, uh, really excited to take that role at FAU um, really just because of his vision um, so when he left, some things had changed. But yeah, I had the opportunity to join the Cowboys, um, and I took a couple steps back, uh, title-wise, and and got back into the sales side of things. And you know, again, I, I think of it in, in your career, you're taking two steps, you know, two steps back and four steps forward. Um, I had you know numerous uh, friends that went through the Cowboys organization, and you know, loved every minute of it. And they got you know it helped promote them into you know careers that they had now. And so, you know, I, I, after about six months in sales, I got promoted to sales manager. And then I, uh, you know, after, I want to say it was about a year, year and a half, um, they had an opportunity to open up in the, the sponsorship side. And in 2014, that's when I took that role um, and was offered again, the chance to, you know, with no sponsorship experience, um, you know, to join the, uh, the partnership team for the Cowboys. And was there for, you know, just, uh, just under nine years. Wow. Can't believe that was nine years. I, I know. That is crazy. Um, and you know, so you, you parlayed that into the, into the Raiders role, you know, what's, you know, you had to your point, you had the opportunity to open stadium, um, in, in Dallas as well. And what's it been like, you know, heading to Vegas, you get to Vegas, what'd you get there in about, uh, spring you ended up in Vegas with the new role yeah I started it uh right before all this craziness yeah. so my first week what's was, that been uh, like <laughs> yeah that's that that <laughs> that's probably a whole nother uh a whole nother podcast but it, I started March 9th with uh with the Raiders and you know it's it honestly it's 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 been incredible you know it's 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 a great group of people um, you know, which, which I thoroughly enjoyed uh, working with and getting to know, um, as you can imagine, you know, I was in the office for one week. And after that week, I came back in Monday, and everything kind of, you know, hit the fan. And it was, you know, hey, we're going to be shutting down the offices, the NFL hopped in and, you know, started, uh, you know, mandating that, you know, you couldn't be in the building. So, uh, yeah, I was, I uh, <laughs> I was, I was in the office for a week and got to meet some of my, my new colleagues. And the next week it was, it, I was out and, you know, have been working remote since. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely been, uh, you know, a little hectic, uh, but definitely excited for the, uh, for the opportunity, uh, you know, to, to, to work with the, the Raiders, you know, especially in, uh, in Las Vegas. What's, what's the response been in, in the market uh, for the Raiders coming to town? Honestly, it's been, you know, it's been really, uh, really well received, you know, with, uh, you know, our club seats, you know, for the Raiders, uh, they sold out, uh, I want to say, uh, 53 days. And so it was, uh, I mean, it, it, the, uh, the welcoming of, of a new team to a new city, uh, you know, there's always, you know, potential challenges there, but, you know, it's, it's, it's gone extremely well. And, you know, what's, what's interesting is the Raiders have such a, you know, a, a large fan base, um, you know, scattered throughout the country. And, you know, it really even helps us dive into, you know, some of our fan base that was in Southern California where, you know, maybe in Northern California and in, in Oakland, it was a little bit further of a commute, but now, 
you know, being here in Las Vegas, you know, you're three hours from LA and in Southern California, um, you, know, you know, even closer in, in certain parts of California, but it actually makes the drive a little bit easier. So, um, I mean, honestly, you know, being sold out, uh, you know, I think is a, a true testament to, you know, to the, to the, to the fans really embracing, uh, you know, the team moving to, to Las Vegas. And, you know, we're fortunate enough, enough to have that because when you make a move like that, uh, you know, I'm sure, you know, I wasn't here, you know, when they made that decision. And, you know, the, a lot of the folks with the organization have been here for a long time. So I'm sure, you know, all of those things went into consideration when you're, you know, making those evaluations. And again, I think we're just fortunate enough that, uh, you know, the fans have, uh, you know, have followed. No, that's great. Um, speaking of fans, you know, obviously it's a little challenging heading into the new stadium with all the excitement uh, and you guys announced that you're not going to have fans this season, correct? Correct. Yep. What's, um, you know, what's that been like from a partnership standpoint and, and how are you guys navigating that, you know, in terms of getting creative on, on managing these partnerships in year one without fans in the stadium? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and you know, I think, you know, our, our owner, made that decision, uh, you know, is, is, I think we all could imagine, you know, how do you, how do you do this fairly, right? You know, you have a lot of people, um, you know, that invested, you know, a lot of money, you know, with tickets, suites, you know, all, all types of seating. And, you know, how do you go out to the fan base and say, you know, you can go, you can go, you can't go, you can't go, you know, so how do you do that effectively? And, you know, I think that that's, you know, the decision that, that they made is, you know, we want to open this the right way and we want to do it the right way. And, you know, I, that's again, decisions, you know, I was not a part of, but it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, you look at, at the, the response that we've had from fans, um, you know, things have been, uh, you know, overly positive given everything going on, you know, fans may say, Hey, you know, this stinks, but, you know, we definitely understand, um, you know, the, that, that, that the Raiders are doing no fans. So, you know, overall, I would say that it's, it's been pretty positive, you know, with just our fan base. And, you know, once we announced that, uh, you know, but now from a partnership standpoint, you know, it, it, as you can imagine, it's, it definitely becomes challenging because we've never been in this situation before without fans. So, you know, how do you come up with solutions, you know, how are you able to, to, to keep, you know, those partners, you know, happy through, you know, such a unique season. So that, that's, that's probably been the biggest, uh, you know, I'd say, you know, the biggest challenge opportunity for our entire team, uh, you know, is, is navigating those conversations and, you know, really having to think outside the box. Uh, again, we just, we've never been in a situation like this. So, you know, the great thing is, is, you know, we have great partners, you know, that have been great to work with, very similar to our fan base, they understand, um, you know, and then the beauty is, is that, you know, the, the NFL games are still going to be played, and we still can reach, you know, our fans via social, via digital, uh, radio, TV, uh, you know, the NFL, uh, obviously, uh, this year has granted the ability for tarps, uh, you know, for additional exposure for our, for our partners. So, um, you know, if anything, it's, it's, it's definitely been challenging, um, but in a good way, uh, you know, I think it's, it's sometimes a little refreshing when you have to think outside the, the box a little bit when it comes to, you know, how you're going to approach, you know, these, these partnerships, um, you know, and Matt, obviously you're very familiar with the partnership world. It's, you have to be flexible and, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to, you know, audible when you need and, and, but you also gotta have, you know, partners that understand that too. 
Sure, absolutely. Have you guys consulted with other teams a lot or, or the league office on, on best practices uh, on this um, situation you're in? Yes and no. I mean, you know, like, we don't know what we don't know. And I think everybody's going through that same situation, right? And so it's tough because you, you don't have any history to, to look back on and say, how did you deal with this? Or how did you do this? Um, so I think we're kind of all learning together. Um, you know, the league is definitely you know, ramped up the, uh, you know, the communication even more so as far as, you know, best practices, you know, giving us, you know, additional things to do to help, uh, you know, help, you know, give partners additional assets that maybe didn't exist. So, you know, I, I think it's new for us all, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. We're having conversations, <clears throat> excuse me, with the league on, you know, what, what ideas we can do, uh, you know, how they can help, um, and then, yeah, you're bouncing thoughts and ideas around, you know, to, to other teams as far as what they're doing. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of, uh, you know, a mixed pot of just best practices and, you know, and then you, you know, you add your little flavor for each team of, you know, how they want to go about that. But yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's definitely been helpful to hear, you know, recommendations from the league or recommendations from other teams on how they're going about things or just ideas that they're coming up with. No, Absolutely. Or in terms of, um, I want to talk a little bit about sports betting. You know, obviously being in the Vegas market, um, it's it's got to be a high priority um, in the market in general for you know for any of the uh, the sports properties. You know, without going into too much details, I mean, how are you guys navigating that? You know, as we head into um, you know this upcoming season or even into the next few years, from a just from a strategy standpoint. It's uh, it's a it's a great question, and you know, I think that's been a hot topic you know, across, you know, each state, you know, legislation and, you know, how, how they're going to approach this. And, um, you know, so we're, we're, we're just, you know, we're doing, you know, we're doing a deep dive and just trying to learn. You know, I think sometimes, you know, a partner or somebody may come to you and they may offer you, you know, the brand may offer, you know, a property, you know, an opportunity and they may take it without really diving into, you know, what that looks like. Right. And, and I mean, if the day and age when you can walk into a, a stadium, if that ever comes, you know, and you're able to make a bet at the stadium, um, you know, it's like, you know, how is that split up? Is there a rev share, right? There's a lot of things I think you have to consider versus just opting in and taking, you know, that, that upfront money that, that somebody may offer you. So I think it's just important to really dive in and strategically understand the laws and, and, you know, really how that's going to help, you know, shape the, uh, you know, the sports betting, um, you know, outcome. So again, you know, coming from Texas, you know, it was a little bit, uh, you know, different there as we were diving into it there as well. And, you know, I just use this as an example that, you know, it wasn't legal in the state and there's no casinos that operate there. So they're, you know, a couple steps removed from, you know, from what that looks like. And so, you know, does it, is the lottery take that over? Um, does the lottery then have the ability to grant licenses and, you know, is it digital? Is there, is there brick and mortar locations? Um, so again, I, I think it's just one of those things that, you know, what we're doing now is just, you know, back to my you know, original point is, you know, you just, you got to really dive into it and understand these things. Again, to your point, we're in a great market where, you know, you have a lot of, lot of folks that have been doing sports betting for a long time. So, the beauty is, uh, you know, is, is I think you mentioned, you know, from the, you know, the consulting standpoint is, 
you know, can we lean on our partners and, and to, to understand the opportunities that we have and how they can be, uh, you know, how they can be structured. So, you know, we, I would think that, you know, we definitely have a little bit of an advantage just, you know, being around, call it the, the folks that have been doing it the longest. So yeah, we're still evaluating that. We're, you know, we're not at a point yet where we've, uh, you know, we've made any, uh, you know, any decisions there yet. Um, you know, there, there's definitely, obviously conversations going on, but yeah, you know, we'll definitely lean and, and, you know, lean into our partners and try to understand how these can be structured and uh, make sure that we're doing it the right way versus, you know, just taking a big check and, and sure. again, and, and saying thank you on that. I think we want to understand the full opportunity and how that could be impacted, you know, five, 10, 15 years down the road. No, yeah, for sure. Definitely taking a, uh, not a short-sighted approach. I'm, I'm sure you guys are following pretty closely what's happening um, and, and to see what comes from it with, you know, the, the, the Cubs recent partnership and the sports book on site and, and some of those conversations that are, or deals that are happening across the industry. No, a hundred percent. And, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to see because again, I think just researching and understanding all of that, but you know, Illinois just may have completely different rules and regulations than every other state. So that's where, again, doing your research and making sure that you understand how that deal was structured, you know, what, things were approved, what things weren't approved, you know, and I guess B, can you even do that in your state? Um, so uh, it's, it's great to see it because it, it helps give us ideas of how to structure things or things that you may not have been thinking about. But yeah, it's uh, definitely paying close attention to it all. Scott, you know, I really appreciate you coming on today. First week of NFL season. I know you're extremely busy. Um, and some shared some great insight, uh, especially into the sports betting world, which I, which I think is gonna be fascinating to watch, um, you know, with a property like yours and what you guys end up doing out in Vegas. And I'm hoping we can make it out to Vegas soon so we can grab a beer or, or at least in Fort Lauderdale <laughs> or some other market <laughs> history somewhere. And, uh, I, I definitely look forward to catching up soon. Absolutely. Well, no, I appreciate, uh, you know, appreciate you having me on and, yeah, if I, you know, if any questions come from this, you know, feel free to share my, you know, contact info and Absolutely. yeah, you know, obviously a we're long overdue for, uh, for a catch up. Yeah. One quick question before I get off. Henry Ruggs, <laughs> what's your thoughts being so close? Yeah, guy I mean, legit, guy, guy's legit, right? Guy is super talented. I mean, you know, anytime you have somebody that's being compared to, uh, to a Tyree kill, uh, I mean, you know, I, now you, you just have big shoes to fill, but still like being, you know, in that conversation to have somebody that special on your team. Um, you know, I think, yeah, I, the sky is the limit for him. So, you know, I know, you know, he's had a, you know, a really good camp and, um, you know, I, and the funny thing is, is, you know, Matt, I know obviously working in sports, but you know, family or friends ask like, Hey, like who, who should, like I follow the same stuff that, and, and this for everybody in sports, I'm sure. Like, we get the information via Twitter, via, you know, Raiders.com, just like everybody else. Sure. So, you know, and I'm like, oh, he's having a good camp. I'm basing that off like maybe an article that I read, exactly. Um, exactly. you know, on Raiders.com. But no, I, I, again, anytime you have somebody that's that dynamic and, yeah. and such a playmaker, uh, obviously super excited to see what the offense does. And, you know, hopefully the, the, the defense is, uh, you know, it's completely, it's a revamped defense. So excited to see what, uh, what they're able to bring and, Again, I, I mean, Gruden and, and Mayock, I think they've done a, a great job of bringing in their, their, their guys and um, you know, just excited to see, 
you know, what, uh, you know, what this team is able to, to showcase. No, for sure. It could be an exciting team on paper. Absolutely. For sure. Now, now, now you just need to live up to it on the field. So exactly, exactly. Again, COVID there's a lot of different things going on and rules and regulations and, you know, players that, you know, hopefully it doesn't happen, but you know, how does, how do teams get impacted if their starting quarterback goes down? So it's just, it's going to be a really fascinating year. And, you know, I think that are able to practice, you know, those safety protocols, the best, you know, are going to be in the, the best position down the road. Thanks for listening to fans, brands, and new demands. Make sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite podcast format. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes with more insider perspective in the sports marketing industry. Stay safe out there.